Episode 10. I'm as mad as hell, and I'm not gonna take this anymore! No sleep till! to the don't read me podcast the quarantine chronicles ec how you doing <laughs> what's going on this is day nine i think i can't <laughs> i've lost track of count of what day it even is anymore day of the week what's going on guys how are you been how you man holding, how you holding up i mean i have been good you know i had the surgery i went to the dentist today um, you know, work from home is a little bit different. I'm trying to get used to going in the office than leaving some days, just staying home all day. Um, I'm going to tell you what, I love my family and this is the moment where you realize, uh, whether or not you made a good decision in that wife you picked and those kids you had. And I got to tell you, I picked great because I'm having fun. We're playing games, Mario carting it up and and playing Uno and, and doing all those fun things. I'm not going to lie and say it's just all day. It's great. But for the most part, it's been fun. So I don't get me wrong. I'd love for it to get back to normal, though. For, for those of you who are like, oh, you just want to do this all day. I don't. But how, how about yourself? How you been holding up? Well, you see, I'm, man, I'm jonesing, you see. I'm jonesing. I'm like fiending. I'm fiending for sport. Uh, right. Now, I, I feel like I know what it feels like for a crackhead to be in rehab. Because you know why? <laughs> I'm like waking up cold sweats, you know, I'm waking up at night, you know, shaky, I'm ornery, nobody wants to be around me. I mean, some people could say that that's actually my personality, but yeah, I am like jonesing. Uh, my wife caught me this week in EC and um, I was trying to pit my two, young, my, two, my two little girls, pit them against each other just to see, you know, just to see who'd win. So I put a, I put a Capri Sun in the middle and I put, a, I put a little fruit snack in the middle, right, thinking that they're going to fight to the death. And you know, these girls, you see, they disappointed me. You know what they did? They shared it with sisters, right? One, hey, one had, that's what I'm talking about. Sun, the other one had the fruit snack, and they shared it amongst each other. So, um, I, you know what? Now I'm going to, I don't know, find another dog. I don't know. I just, I don't, I don't know about these girls, man. They just ain't doing it for me. I have, I'm a, in a house full of estrogen, you see, and my little, oh. yeah, yeah. So, uh, you can only imagine what my household look, feels like. But you know what? With family, everything's, everybody's healthy. Uh, what more can we ask for, right? Exactly. Well, you see, not, not, not much has gone on. I mean, we have a, a little bit of news, a little bit of news. So we'll get to that. Uh, and then we have some uh, announcements to make it uh, towards the end of the show. So uh, we'll do that. But uh, getting into the news, the Premier League said we're going to be back by April 2nd. And now it's going to be April 30th. Do you think, EC, do you really think that we're going to get this season over with uh, by uh, or started by the 30th and hopefully over by midsummer? Because I think the Olympics today, uh, obviously, I think they've postponed. Uh, and that was a July start, I want to say, latter, latter part of July, the Olympics. So yeah. we postponed the Euros, we postponed the Olympics. Is it imperative that the league, the, the leagues finish? 
because God knows. I mean, I, like again, I'm about to, I'm about, to, I'm about to kill somebody if I don't see live sports action. Um, but uh, is it uh, is it feasible? I mean, is that is that something that can happen? Uh, it's important you say live. I've been watching all these replays. I watched the 2008 United Champions League final against Chelsea today. It was it was a good watch, but. Anyway, I, I think it can be done. I, I am optimistic. Um, I do, though, think, uh, oddly enough, it is going to really be up to the people um, and if they're able to follow the difficult. I know it, it sounds, I know we were joking of family and kids and staying at home, and it, and it sounds easy to say, you know, stay at home, don't congregate in large groups, but um, it's going to be very, very difficult. I think it's possible, and I think the, the theory I had I think they can do this just from the simple fact that they have money to be able to take care of these guys if they quarantine them, uh, quote unquote. The families can still come visit them. Obviously, they can get checked before they come hang out. But um, you know, you you do have to take into account the security people that have to be there. You do have to take into account the reporters that are that are going to be there. Um, there are going to be camera crews there if they play it behind closed doors. So you have to account for all those people as well. So. Um, I think it can be done. Um, I hope that it can be done, but I think you have to make sure that you're taking all of the proper precautions because we're finding out day by day, right? We're all learning together that it's not just affecting the older people. It's also affecting um, younger people as well. So we know that we obviously know the players aren't immune to it. Several players um, have gotten the virus. We'll talk about that later on in the pod, but um, it's doable. It's just going to, like I said, it's going to be up to the fans. We're going to have a big say in this. Uh, and then also how they can limit the outside contact from folks that are going to come into the behind closed doors games if they do play them. That's the thing you see. I mean, I mean, granted, the players are, you know, are the ones that are going to play, right? I mean, I'm pretty sure, uh, speaking of the Olympics, I'm not going to compare, the, I don't want to say that they're two of the same, but I mean, some of these Olympians are saying they're not going to go to Japan. They're not going to compete, you know, which is something that within their innate, you know, that they're, they're, they're right to say, I'm not going to play. So, um, with, in that sense, if that happens, if players, um, you know, take it upon themselves to sit out, you know, like, you know, they can, you know, United, United could field the team, but say we get, um, say Harry Maguire. You know, well-respected player says, you know what, I'm not going to take the chance. I'm going to sit out. Uh, do you respect that? Uh, would you as a fan, because we're diehard, right? I mean, the United fans, through and through, all United fans, it seems like, are diehard. Would a player that decides to sit out for his own health um, get negative, feed, uh, negative kickback? And does he deserve negative kickback if he's actually thinking, okay, you know what, uh, I'm doing this for my family. Uh, I'm doing it for myself. Uh, you know what? We can always all, we can always resume. You know, the next season. Uh, there, you think that the fans would have a negative kickback if the player does decide to uh, sit out? I think that's a great question, and I think if, like, to your point, if if it was a Harry Maguire, I think it would go both ways. I think he'd get criticism, and I think he would get praise as well because. You said it best. I mean, if he's doing it, he's essentially saying, look, we maybe we have a, a bit of a handle, but not all the way. And I'm not going to risk my family uh, to go out there and play something that we can obviously play once it all 
um, gets taken care of. I think China, in fact, is gone. I think this is the third straight day where they've had no cases. And so the models out there, the blueprints there for it to be stopped. Um, and so I think it would go both ways. For me, I would I would completely support the players because like I said, I'm not in that field and I don't know what it's like and what they're going through. Um, the pressures that, that they're going to be facing every day because you know with all this money that's wrapped up in the Premier League, and not just the Premier League, we've got to talk about the championship and all of the other big leagues around the world. There's a lot of money at stake, um, and not just in a positive way. For the clubs that aren't playing, the smaller clubs, some of them might actually shut down. So if if I heard a player say, you know what, you don't have a complete wrap on it, uh, a complete grasp on it, excuse me, um, I'm going to go ahead and sit this one out, and next season I'll be back fully ready to go. Um, you know, I, I got to respect that because, like I said, I'm, I'm not in that guy's shoes. Do I want to see him play? Absolutely. But, I mean, we would all be, you know, haters or non-haters if, if he wind up, if any of these guys wind up dying because we got the season going back too quick, I mean, we wouldn't even know what to do with ourselves at that point. So, no, I would support completely if, if Maguire or any other player decided, you know what, until we get it completely squashed, no cases for several for a long period of time, I'm not coming back. I would completely support that. Okay, I'm going to give you a scenario. You might not like it. <clears throat> Every player comes back, you know, saying that they're going to play. What if two players of certain uh, French ethnicity uh, decide not to play because of the coronavirus? Would that is it unfairly? And again, because I'm on you, I'm in your side. Don't 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 get it. You know, don't get it twisted. I, I, if that's every player's right to say, you know what, I ain't gonna play. Will it add to the unfairly though? Will it add to the the fans? Not disgust, but uh, more of the, the the fire. Would it would it fuel the fire? Say if Paul Pogba and Anthony Martial say, you know what, I'm going to sit out because I don't want to, you know, jeopardize myself, and then the rest of the United players uh, decide to play. It doesn't need to be a unified front by the team themselves, the players themselves. The team, you know, Ole, the uh, Woodward, and all of them can say, no, we're going to play. It's, you know, but is it the team saying, you know what? All for one and one for all. If we all decide we're going to play, we're going to play. If we all decide one person is not going to play, the whole team is not going to play. Because I think that, that that's the only way that a negative stigma upon a person player a, a, a player would only would uh, be diverted. If one play, if the whole team says, you know what, if we're not all in this together, if we're not on the same page, if our ships are not all sailing the right direction. We're going to squash the season, even though they say that the season needs to be played. I mean, do you think that's the, the, the way the player should handle it? Or it's uh, every player needs to make their own choice? Well, I think uh, you, you, uniformity is, is huge, right? And so if the players came out and said, look, we all feel as though the Premier League's made a, a, a great decision, a safe decision first, and said it's safe to come back, so we're all going to play, right? If that if that was the statement, and let's say it came from Harry the captain, and 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 he he approved the message, right? If all the if that's all they said, then fine, fair enough. I would I would be like, look, you guys all said you're going to come back, you didn't. But if it was, 
we're all going to come back however we support the players that don't, it's a whole different story. I think this is kind of, it's not the same as a lockout, but I, I understand where you're coming from in a sense of like, look, we're all going to cross the line here. And for you not to be a part of the players, we all said we were going to do this, well, shame on you. But if it just depends on what the public statement is from the club. I mean, they're, they obviously know that April's going to suck because we haven't gotten to, to a peak yet. Once that happens and once the numbers start to go down, then we're going to start to see an influx of dates coming out, you know, June, those dates of like, okay, let's get this thing going. And I think then you'll start to see players who have more information as we, we're all going to get as to whether or not it's safe enough for one, for them to come to the stadium, but two, um, also know that there's, there's not going to be a chance that they're going to risk their families once they do go home. So, you know, I would, I would be completely upset with a player if they all were in unison and it was just one guy, two guys, especially those guys, like I said, because they are so, um, uh, polarizing. They're, so, they're such polarizing characters. Um, yeah, they would, they take slight and I, and I would take slight. And again, I would, I would do my research as I always do, but, um, it would have to be dependent on what the actual statement was from the team. Well, let's hope, uh, let's hope, uh, they make the right decision. The, the P, uh, from the, the premier league, uh, officials and the team. Cause I, I don't want to see, I don't, what I don't want to see is, Several players getting an un uh, a black mark or a stigma because they chose their health, their family's health. When some players, you know, some players just might need a paycheck, you see, and it could, you know, it could be something like that. I mean, uh, we saw it during the. Um, I mean, I don't know if y'all keep up with the uh, the NFL their union and negotiations. A lot of things that the higher paid players weren't in agreements with. Be, you know, uh, got passed because the whole union, which a lot of them are, you know, they only three year players, you know, on, you know, not many, you know, many millions of dollars, like say somebody like, um, uh, Zeke Elliott or, you know, somebody of that ilk, uh, Russell Wilson, somebody's that, those large contracts, the guaranteed money. A lot of these players, just like you said, the championship players, the league one players, all these players are, you know, this is some sort of supplements income, especially in the times where unemployment, uh, it's going to be on the rise. So um, do you take that risk? Do you take that, you know what, I'm going to risk playing because I need to put food on the table for my family. Uh, and so I just I just hope the players get a grasp uh, and unison to say this is our decision. I know, I know there are no unions, there are no player unions in the, at least I don't think, I don't, I'm not, very familiar with the the England uh, the English game or, or the leagues around the world. I'm not sure if there's a players union that could, that that can say, you know what, in the in the interest of our players, you know, we're not going to play. But I think that um, they need to have the, each team each each team's players need to have a uniform voice because you don't want you don't want one player getting more shtick. Uh, or get hatred from the fans, or you know, hey, uh, if this, let's say, uh, let's say, Kudaguero, right, uh, for City, or uh, Mo Salah for you know for, for Liverpool decides not to play, and what if it costs Liverpool the title? I granted they're not gonna 
they're not going to lose how about their 20-something points ahead. But, you know, team continuity, you know, a cost Liverpool title, death threats next year because Mo Salah didn't want to play. You know, that I mean, you could obviously honestly see that happening because the, these teams, these, the, these fans, I'm sorry, these fans of these teams in, 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 in Europe and especially in England are so hardcore, you see that the uh, animosity that a player might have. So that's why I want to. I, I really like a players' union, a unity amongst the team players uh, to say if we're gonna play, we're all gonna play. If we're, if one person's not gonna play, we're not all gonna play because the fact of you don't want that that um, you don't want that chance. You don't take that chance because I mean, I fans are fans are crazy. You see, I know it. I know it. That's that. Well, that's what we were talking about earlier this week. I don't know if people got a chance to see uh, Rio Ferdinand's live story, but I didn't even think about it. And, and to your point, I mean, what what would any fan do if Liverpool, who hasn't won the league in thirty years, if they win, those fans are going to go outside, and that's what Boris Johnson just put in the motion. Don't go outside. Don't party. They're going to party like they've never partied before. To your point, so. It's not just them, you know, it, it, it could be the fans, to your point even, what if it's just one team that decides, you know what, I know the league's back on, but we don't feel safe, we don't feel confident, so we forfeit the year. You know, what do you do? Do you forfeit that team? Do they get relegated at that point? Do they stay up top? The, the, the can of worms, like to your point, gets so deep with this deal because we've never been in this um, territory before. It gets so deep. And you, you really do have to, to look at UEFA and you have to look at FIFA and they have to really come up with something that, one, is safe for the players, but two, it's also safe for the fans. What, what at this point are we going to do if the seasons are over and champions are crowned and the fans go out and decide they want to celebrate Fortnite? So it, it's a huge decision. I think to Rio's point was go ahead and cancel it. People gave him a lot of crap because... Essentially, he's a Manchester United player and fan, and so their their point is, well, you're just a Liverpool hater. You don't want to see it happen. But you know, his rebut is, I just don't want to see Liverpool fans get sick. I don't want to see people that are like a Sheffield United who might get into European football next year them get sick. You know, I don't want to see a, a club like Leeds who's hadn't been in the Premier League for however long, and they move up. Their fans are going to want to celebrate. So there's so many different factors. To this deal, it's it's so much bigger than football. Even though we all want it back so bad, um, when people are dropping like flies, literally no pun intended. But Italy's losing hundreds of people every day. You really have to take that into consideration when you're talking about um, bringing back football, because we all know that we're going to get through this. I believe that with my heart. And so, yes, it sucks. I mean, we we can get into talking about seniors in high school and seniors in college later, but um, it, it will go on next year. And as, and as easy it is for me to say it, because I'm an old fat man now, those, those people that are, that are in it, they feel it. Those kids, those, these Premier League kids. Think about a guy that, uh, a Mason Greenwood, who has wanted to do this his whole life, finally gets a chance. He's doing fairly well in this first season, and then all of a sudden, stop. You know, those guys want to keep going. They want to show you what they've got. And so... Um, I would love to see it. I'd love for it to come back, and I know that it will. Um, but this this year, man, it is going to be tricky. Uh, 
I wish I wish I wish I was in those rooms. I wish I was at least a fly on the wall in the in the UEFA boardrooms and the FIFA boardrooms to figure out what kind of decisions they were making. I knew it, EC. I knew it. I knew it. I knew you're a Reddit, uh, a Reddit heart. You know, you're a Liverpool fan at heart because you keep bringing them up. You keep bringing up Liverpool. Golly. <laughs> Sorry, man. I, it sucks that they're like 80 points ahead of everyone this year. It's just like, gosh, I, you you don't you, you don't want to see him lift the trophy. And I would laugh. I mean, I would laugh hard, but. You know, just me as a human being, you have got to feel bad for them just to scope, just a little oh. bit. Just because it's one of those things where they've never, they got so close when Gerard slipped. Was it Gerard? Yeah. Yep. Yeah, Gerard slips, right? And they had a chance. And so now it's like, oh man, it's impossible. We're going to win everything. Coronavirus. <laughs> like, what? Well, the I, coronavirus I, is why you didn't win the league? Now that, that would be now, madness. Now that we've been talking about your favorite club for a while, let's bring up <laughs> let's bring up something. No, because we uh, you, you 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 said a couple of things a little, a little while ago that actually pertain to United. Um, but yet you're talking about Liverpool. I know uh, there were a couple. Of, uh, it was an interview on Sky. I wanted to say it was on uh, the weekend's edition of Sky. I think Sunday's edition. I think and, so. Yeah. And um, the gentleman's name, I'm not going to even try. But um, he brought up, and he was kind of scoffed at by his, his colleagues on the, round, on the table, that Liverpool should not be awarded the title because of the ramifications of the teams below them. And he was gearing towards, he was talking about a suspension of basically the, the nullification of, of if we're not going to finish, if we're not going to finish, the nullification of last season of the 2019-2020 season. And the, the points that he brought up were, were awesome because, yeah, if you award Liverpool the title, granted they're miles ahead of everybody. They're just they're miles ahead. Give them the title. What does that What does that do for, okay, first of all, uh, it, again, being selfish, what does it do for United being in fourth? Because we are in fourth technically. But Sheffield... We're two points above Sheffield United. Sheffield yep. United has a game in hand. So what does that do? I mean, could that, you know, if, if we're going to do that, then if we're going to assume everything's correct, because it's all based on assumption, because we're not going to play any games, if we don't play any games, I'm sorry. <clears throat> you assume Sheffield United wins that uh, that game, so they jump above <clears throat> above United. Now let's talk about the the play the teams at the bottom. So you can't obviously say that the last three teams were by and large far and out. You know they're you know they're they were going to lose. You know they're going to be relegated. The, there are still points differentials. So it's the point he brought up was so fascinating because obviously, like you said, it wouldn't I wouldn't waste. It wouldn't keep me up at night, just put it that way, if Liverpool didn't didn't win uh, didn't win the title. No, it wouldn't. Uh, but the ramifications of the league total, you know, has has you know has is so paramount. And you you talked about it earlier. Um, what about player stats? Greenwood has been pretty much the 
the young player of the year, him and Mason Mount, you know, I think they're, you know, they're pretty much neck and neck, Greenwood and him. So would that, would that pretty much wipe off the board all the goals Greenwood scored this the season? Because I mean, you you'd have to do that as well, right? You couldn't count goals, statistics, everything. If you're not if you're not going to take wins and losses, draws, then everything has to be nullified. Goals, assists. Um, granted, you know, you know, are not playing like Paul Pogba doesn't. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you have to take all that. All, you take have to take that all into consideration in when in when choosing or when this, the decision is made to cancel a season. I completely agree. You got if you're going to say scrap it, then you scrap it. Like there is no, you know, leaders or they were ahead by 20 points. All that stuff goes out the window. If if they're going to scrap it, it's completely done. And that's why I feel like the the guy who who made that point, he he has a complete valid point. Um, yes, yes, the fans would come out and celebrate. Yes, they would come out and party. However, there's so many games left. And I know there's not a hundred, but there's enough to dig players or teams, excuse me, from being into Europa into Champions League, which we know that's a huge difference in financials and in order to attract players to come to your club. If you're in the bottom three, that's a, that's a signal of you either going down or staying up in the Premier League, which, again, attracts players and gives your club money. So it, it needs to be noted that the lady that was sitting to his left is a Liverpool fan. She's actually a fanatic. And that's one of the reasons why she was laughing and giving him the most crap when he was making his valid point. They got pointed out in that. I can't remember the name of the pod that you told me to look at, but they actually pointed out that she's a huge Liverpool fan. So she obviously has some stake in the game as to why she'd want the season to end right now and just give him the trophy. Um, but no, you, you can't do that. It's it's not fair. Um, like I said, either you figure out a safe way to get it done, which is what I hope they do. Um, but you can't just go, well, you know what? You're so far ahead. Let's give it to you. If What, what would she what would she have said if they were only three points up or one point up? Would she have just said, oh, well, you know, you're right. Or would she have said the same thing? We don't know. But I just I just think for anyone to just say, yeah, we're going to stop it and we're going to award someone. It's never been done before and it never needs to happen. President has to be set that we're going to finish a league. So the once it's determined, I think there's six points off. I could be incorrect, but I think there's six points off from uh, finishing the league off. So that's two more games essentially that they would have to win and there's nine more games left i could be way off but i think my math's correct and so if you look at their current form let's just be real they're not on fire right now so there's no there's no telling what could happen you come back hadn't played in a while injuries could pop up you lose some more games you're supposed to win and then they do start to lose some points and city starts to to catch them a little bit i know it's way far off i know people are going to say it's never going to happen but we never thought we'd be here either. So crazy things happen in the world. So um, I completely agreed with the guy um, who was speaking. I completely understand Ferdinand's point, but I'm more on this guy's side of you got to play it out. You can't just cancel it and give Liverpool the title. You also have to look at the the ramifications on uh, on uh, transfers, right? Uh, yeah. We, we um, say if the league stays the same, we suspend the season – or nullify the season, 
Aston Villa, because we're in for Jack Grealish, right? Jack Grealish is one top target. Are they the price tag in Jack Grealish if they get relegated down to the championship, which they're on pace for right now? The price tag for Jack Grealish either doubled, or Aston Villa is going to say, you know what, uh, United, go get your shine box because we're going to keep Jack Grealish and uh, that other kid. I think the God, man, no, I forgot the kid's name. Uh, the defensive midfielder that they have, um, they're going to keep them because they want to, you know, they want to compete in next year's Premier League. Uh, obviously, Jaden Sancho's uh, Jaden Sancho's uh, not pending transfer to United, but hopefully, intimate transfer to United. Uh, that was prior to this coronavirus uh, scare. Now it's in jeopardy because. If we nullify the, the league, then we're playing Europa League next year. Can United afford to play the Europa League with at much at stake with transfers? I think I'm on you. I'm, I'm, I'm now. I'm gearing towards what, like what you said, uh, what you all what you said. We need to finish the season to get an outcome, whether it be we even at that. Do we finish the season, the Premier League season, and? We're, we're in Europa League. Uh, we're in contention in the Europa League. That was another avenue to get Champions League. And what if they don't... What if we continue the Premier League and we don't continue the Europa League? Then all our eggs are just one basket in making top four. It's, it, it, this is, it's a cluster, Easy. It is a cluster. Because, it's huge. Because there's... Like I said, the lifeblood of our, our, our team, what Ole has been trying to build... Is at is at stake with playing the season or not? Because it has to do with transfers. Are we going to bring this young blood? Are they going to want to come? Are they going to want to play Europa, Europa League? Things like that, and it's at stake. Speak not speaking of young blood, EC. Um, a report out of uh, Real Madrid. They're willing to let Gareth Bale go on a free. Gareth Bale has been linked to United for God. I mean, how many? past seasons since he's fell out with Real Madrid it's been like what five seasons almost five seasons he's been linked with United if they're willing to let him go on a free even though his wage bills are they're astronomical would would you want to okay would you want to take a flyer on Gareth Bale and would he make an impact in this club knowing that he's on such high wages or would he be another ego in the dressing room a negative ego in the dressing room because you see what they've, they they say you know uh, rumors out of the Madrid camp is the dude is just you know arrogant I don't want to say uh, he, you know I know the Spaniards are are quick to call people arrogant but yet they're some of the most arrogant people in the world um, <laughs> because he doesn't want to learn Spanish uh, he was I mean he was a great winger. Uh, 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 he stepped below Ronaldo when he was at Tottenham, but he wasn't his class, Ronaldo's class. But God, that guy, that man had talent, you see. And he goes to Madrid, and yeah, he had his flashes, one one or two here. You know, it's like he's like a Paul Pogba with United. Uh, he has his flashes, one or two here, but man, the guy's just wasted on the bench in, the, in, in Real Madrid. He's wasted pretty much the whole time he's been in Madrid. He's wasted all his, you know, that that. 
that's you know that portion of his career that you know he could probably win Premier League titles, um, vied for a chance. You know, you know, you know, here in England, he could have done that, but he's just been wasted on the bench in um, in Madrid, and he's not loved. I mean, they're willing. To, they're willing to go. Uh, they're willing to let him go in the free easy. Do United want that? I'd, I'd take a flyer on him in a heartbeat. Um, I think, uh, you know, I don't think he would ever want anything with Tottenham. You never know. If he's in that Champions League final uh, last year, maybe they do come out on top. You never know. But um, you you know better than I do. Real Madrid fans are fickle fans. Um, they'll turn on you in a heartbeat. I mean, the guy does great for him in a Champions League final one year. Then the next, they're right back to booing him again. So, um, I, I would I would absolutely take a flyer on him. Um, I think he would come back to the Premier League, huge chip on his shoulder, huge amount of critics to just shut them up. Um, still has pace, still has class, still has trickery, still can score goals. Um, I, I would in a heartbeat. Um, I, I, I don't think he's ever going to prove it out there in Madrid. And, and that's no slight to him because I think he's a great player. But I just don't think that uh, the Welshman's ever going to uh, get past the critics uh, there in Madrid. He comes back to the Premier League. Um, yeah, it'd be a different club. But I think United, in my opinion, are only a couple of pieces away. And I'm talking about a couple pieces away from, from actually challenging for the title, I, I feel like. Um, and so you bring him back in. That's a veteran presence. That's someone who's not afraid of the big lights. Someone that's not afraid to get in and score goals. He still has pace. It may not be 19-year-old pace, but he still has pace um, enough to get it done. And so I would love to see it. I would love to see him in a United shirt. Um, obviously, the, the wages are, are crazy, but but on a free, let's let's get it done. Um, I don't know where he's from originally. I don't know if he grew up in, in London, in Tottenham. I don't, I'm not sure. But, but yeah, to, to see him back in the premiership would be amazing in a, in a United shirt. But, you see, you didn't answer my second part of the question. He's going to be on massive wages. We've seen what a player on massive wages can do in a locker room because we see we saw it last year with Alexi Sanchez, right? Um, if he's on massive wage bill, will it affect will – it, will it be a cancer in the locker room? Because – I mean, it, it, it could be. I mean, the, the thing with, with these guys, and a lot of times we – I know myself, I get caught up in – you know, them being entertainers as opposed to them being human beings. And this is a different day and age for for everyone just because of social media and the fact that everyone, literally everyone has a say. And I, man, I try to tell myself all the time, if I was ever in that position, I would just turn my notifications and my mentions off because I wouldn't want to read it because you know they're going to come after you every single game you have. Um, he could be, I'm not going to sit here and say, I know Gareth Bell and I, I don't follow him on Instagram or any of the other social media outlets. So I don't know what his personality is like. Um, but I do know from watching enough BN and, and following that, uh, league, those fans, the Madrid fans will turn on you in a New York second. So, um, you know, I, I for me, it's difficult to see a player do well for a club. And then and then the, and then he turns around and he has a bad game or two, and then they're booing him and hissing him off off the pitch. So, um, I would, I it, my personal take is yes. If I'm on three hundred grand a week, I'm gonna have a little diva in me. <laughs> but you would hope that 
um, he would come in and understand that, like, look, you're a great player, but you're not a legend. If you want to get to legend status, come back to England, lift the trophy, get get a club to a, a Champions League final, win a Champions League final, um, and then and then we're talking about you as one of the greatest to ever do it. Because again, when he burst on the scene, it was like, oh man, you're thinking Tottenham's going to do something. Um, and he, he just keeps on getting better and getting better and getting better to where he's he's off to Real Madrid and actually played for him. Yes, he came off the bench a lot, but played in some pretty critical games and and scored some pretty critical goals goals for those guys. So um, still has it in him. I would love to see it happen. Um, like I said, I don't think we're very far off. Um, I think he'd be a great piece um, to either start some games, come off the bench some games. Um, to your point. Is someone on 300 grand a week going to want to come off the bench? Probably not. And so that, that's where you start to get into the mix of if I bring in Jodan, if I bring in Grealish, can I, can I honestly tell a veteran player that he isn't going to play? That part, I think, is where he might go, you know what? If I ain't going to start, I ain't going to come. So I, I think he's going to have to look at all of that. Um, and, and the transfer window is so tricky, right? Because if you name a big player, United's linked to him. Let's just be real. Like every time there's a big player out there, we're linked because we're such a huge, we're such a huge club. So that is where the, the beef could come. And you know what? I know you don't want to see it happen all the way, but just imagine, right? We get to a point where we get to come back into the season. I would I would love to see Pogba play with this group, but I kind of after looking at it and listening to different pundits, I kind of agree that you don't start him right away. Like you wait until shit starts hitting the fan and then you put him in. And I'm not saying that to punish him. I'm just saying if it ain't broke, don't fix it. And I, I think that's the same thing that you've got to tell anyone coming in. That look, the summer workouts are going to be huge because we want to see what you guys can do those summer games if we play them. But players who are already in the groove and making it happen, we don't want to mess that up. Well, I think the, I mean, the groove's already been stopped. They haven't been playing games. I mean, they haven't been practicing. So I think right now, it's just a. But wouldn't you say that you would let Matich and Fred play over Pogba right now? Just like let's say they played. The, the game Sunday and Pogba was fit. Keep all of your 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 stuff aside with Pogba. Wouldn't you want him to come off the bench as opposed to starting because you don't want to mess up the groove that they were in? Is what I'm saying. Yes, I would want him to come off the bench because yeah, like he, he, he shouldn't he jump showed, in. Yeah, yeah, like, he hasn't showed you anything yet. Yeah, so exactly. Obviously, the chemistry. You know, yeah. I mean, granted, it's only been a couple of weeks, so the, the chemistry is not is not uh, shouldn't have been uh, dissolved. And I mean, and, and to your point, point, that's yeah. huge because I mean, you you get a good run of form, and they're going to be off for like a month, two months. Mm-hmm. To your point, you're right. <laughs> it's your people are going to be rusty. Let's just be real. Yeah. I mean, uh, I mean, that's so it's going to be tough. Depending on long, how long the layoffs going to be, and how long yeah. they're they're going to give because they, if we talk about them restarting the league. Then they're gonna have to give these these teams time to practice. I mean, it, yeah. it's, 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 it ain't no beer league softball where hey, you know, <laughs> let's say let's all show up to the park uh, Sunday and let's see if we can go at it. No, they're gonna yeah, have to right. give, they're gonna have to give these leagues time to practice. Uh, is that a week or is that two weeks? 
hopefully these you know hopefully some of these players have been keeping some in some sort of shape. Um, I know we've seen a lot of stuff on Instagram, them doing the little dance steps and stuff like that and and whatnot, but um, with their with their wags. But I mean, it's you know these players have to you know keep in some sort of shape, match shape. Uh, and how long are they? Uh, how long is each each league going to give them time to prepare to kick on another ten games? Plus, if they you know kick on the Europa League and Champions League. I mean, or, you know, is that something that they're going to allow them to do? Because you're only, and looking back on that, if you don't give them time to prepare, you're only gearing an athlete up for injury. Exactly. You, you know, you. I mean, you're, you played, you know, you played a, a college ball. You know, if you're not prepared in the off season, in the preseason, and you, you know, you try to, you know, you try to perform at the highest level, you know that you know that you're gonna hurt yourself, so it's a lot of take. It's this is this situation you know we're in. Even though we're fans and we're Jones in for live football, this is a lot of stuff that we need to take in consideration because it you know it's gonna it's gonna affect the future of our club. And getting back to Gareth Bell, I mean, do we? Do we, like you said, is he going willing to come off the bench? Because that's what he's going to have to do. He's going to have to come off the bench, and I don't think he's going to be willing to come off the bench and disrupt the continuity of what Ole is building. And I know a lot of people are very skeptical on what Ole is building or what he's built right as of now because uh, we had some uh, run of games during the middle of the season where, I mean, we were just hurt, injured. We didn't have. We were filling play. We were filling holes. We were. How, what's the, what's the saying you see? Uh, putting round pe- square pegs in a round hole. Right? Round holes, yeah. Yeah, I mean that's what we were doing with players that weren't playing out of position, and that's what he had to deal with. Granted, I mean you you can question his um, his substitutions. Obviously, he's a new manager, but I think what he's the the vision he has, the vision that of of what United should be. It could be in it could be. Um, it could be undercut by the decisions of the PA. I mean, I mean the PL. I'm sorry, the Premier League officials, because if they don't finish the season, and if United doesn't have a chance to finish the top four, this has ramifications for not just next year, has ramifications onto you know uh, two years from now, because they could put United more years behind Liverpool, more years behind uh, Man City, and obviously Chelsea's on their way up. So it's just. The ramifications that we don't finish the season, I'm, I'm now I'm, I'm like I said I'm, I'm teetering on your side. We need to finish the season. Okay, last piece bit of transfer transfer news. Also, Harry Kane has been linked to United DC. Do United want to sign Harry Kane uh, with the with the basic? I mean, he's he's up in age. Not he's not old. He's an older twenty eight, older in his older twenties. He's injury prone, but and he's gonna cost a shitload of money. See, I know his contract is, and I know he's not resigning with Tottenham. Um, I mean, he, you know, it's just, he's gonna demand big wages. He's gonna demand a place to start right off the bat. He's not gonna wait. So Martial, get back to the, get get back to the bus because it's gonna be Rashford, Kane, and you could put. Uh, maybe if, if Martial wants to play on the right, uh, then he can. But uh, I don't. You know, it, 
I don't want Harry Kane, you see. Even though Harry Kane is a phenomenal finisher, phenomenal. I mean, run he runs circles around Martial, runs circles, you know, circles, circles, circles. But the fact that he's so old and he's injury prone, this looks like he's just going to be a money pit for however long his contract is. And obviously, you know, he's going to be on the three to five year contract, um, three to four year five, maybe over the player, uh, a team option. Uh, you just, I just don't see Harry King fitting the mold of where Ole wants to go. Yeah, I agree with you from the standpoint of Ole's vision has been about getting younger guys, and that's kind of why I don't see the bail thing happening. I, I think I talked about this a couple weeks back. If you are an Ole and Ole out type of person, you get into all that crap, I feel bad for you. But you have to give the dude credit for the transfers that he has brought in. Um, you name me one that hasn't worked. Or that's been a flop. I mean, I, I think he's four for four or five for five if I'm if my numbers are off. Uh, what's that? Juan Basaka, Maguire, Gallo, Bruno. Yeah, four for four. So he's brought in town. There's no there's no question about that. So for me, um, 28 years old, yes, uh, a better striker, a better finisher than what we have at the club. Um, if he comes in, it's a double-edged sword, right? Because you're getting a good striker, but what if he goes right back to getting injured again? It's almost like an Eric Bailly situation. Like, I love the guy. He's great, but, you know, he's just one slide tackle away from hurting his ankle or tearing up his knee or something stupid, and then he's out again. So um, I, I think I think Harry's in the mold of one of those English guys that's going to go to Spain. Um, I think uh, Barcelona – um, for me, with, with Suarez being gone, uh, gosh, what is the name of the kid that just left England and is playing for Barcelona? Black guy, English guy, or not English, uh, what is his name? Barthwaite. Oh, the one that they, they controversy. They just got him. Now, he, I watched the first game he played, and he looked amazing. However, I think Kane's a better striker. Um, I honestly think he fits more Real Madrid's style of play, and I think they're going to win the league if they if they kick it back on. But I think that's where Harry's going to go. And I think, to your point, it's more about the wages. I don't think United are going to take on a 28-year-old injury-prone striker. Though he's a good striker, to your point, I don't think they're taking on. Me, personally, I don't want to see it. I like the team O'Werner look. I think he's younger. He's on the up-and-coming uh, players uh, in the world. Um I think he'd be a better fit. I want to say he's 24, 25 if he's that. Um, can still score goals. Um, I'd, I'd go after more him. I don't. I wouldn't even rule out Eric Holland, who's got a $100 million uh, buyout clause in his contract. He's only 19, 20. Um, I think once he sees what we're trying to do and where we're going, I think he, him and his, his agent take another step back and go, well, Maybe it wasn't the right time to go because it was too much pressure to put on a 19-year-old kid to come in and do it, what Igalo's doing. But now that they have some players there, now that they're on the up-and-coming, why don't we go to England, where we're from. I think he's from Leeds, and, and start doing some things. So um, love Harry Kane. No disrespect to Harry Kane, but good luck to whatever other club he decides to go to because I, I wouldn't be in on it. I totally agree. Harry Kane's is too old and too much money. Since you brought up Erlen Holland and his agent, EC, who's his agent? Can you please remind me? Hey, I believe he is with the uh, infamous Mino Riola. 
Yes, he is. Uh, you're, yep. You are correct. Ding, 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 ding. Mr. Mino Riola, the infamous, infamous. He's more than famous. He's infamous. Mino Riola with United. Um, he was in the news. Or actually, Paul Pogba told Mino Riola, that's the news, to stand down. It's like he told, I mean, if you believe the reports, if you believe the rumors, <laughs> you're saying that Paul Pogba told Mini Riola to stand down on Mini Riola's uh, persistent attacks on United and also bringing up um, the, uh, you know, obviously oh, he was, Paul Pogba going to other clubs. Well, he, he specifically said he wanted to bring one of his players to Real Madrid. Like, we don't know who the hell you're talking about. I know. Such an idiot, such an idiot move for him to say that. It's, it's for people that don't understand, this guy's been with the club way before Pogba. He's brought players to, to United yes. way before Pogba. So he's been involved with um, the, the Glazers and, and, and Ed for a long time. So none of this stuff is new uh, for this guy. But this one was a so- total low blow. I hope. Pogba said something. Um, we don't know, right? It, it came on Twitter's where I saw it. You can't believe everything you hear on the Twitter's verse. But um, I hope uh, he did because everyone knew. We're like, bro, you want some more attention and you're saying you want to bring Pogba to Real Madrid. Why don't you just say Pogba's name? Like, come on. Well, that's the it's thing. Too, it was that's too the obvious. Thing. See, if Pogba, and I've been telling you what, uh, what Pogba should have done a long time ago regarding Mineriola. It's just taking this long. If this, if the reports are true, Pogba should have told Mineriola to stand down a long time ago. If he's really, if he's truly part of the club, if he truly wants to be with his club, Pogba should have done this a long time ago. Now, now that these reports are coming out, because the fact of that, hey, we might not finish the season. You like you said, bring up the stock of Paul Pogba. This might be, you know, this might be in that that, that category that you know, hey, this guy's going to be costing this guy's going to be costing a uh, Pogba money right now. Monies, and I, 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 I hope it's true. I hope Pogba said, "Hey, dude, you know, either you get your shine box and go sit in the corner and let me let me let me do what I need to do. Let me finish the season if there's going to be a season, or you, I need to find another agent." But uh, Minirola has been this, done this, and has done this for countless, at least for the past. What it seems like he's had a vo- he's been very vocal for the past season and a half. Since uh, Pogba fell out with uh, Mourinho, and I'm glad Pogba actually stood up uh, to his agent and said, you know, stand down. Like I said, if these reports are true, I'm glad he, you know, he did that because um, he should. I mean, again, he should have done this a long time ago because it just looks more bad on Pogba than it does on Mina Riola. I couldn't agree with you more. I, I, I honestly, I think he did say it, and I don't. I don't even think he said it to like say, well, I'm, I'm trying to stay. I hope that he stays, but I think he said it to your other point of like, you're screwing me up for other clubs. Like I can't go to another club now and then have them not think you're not going to say something else. I think Riola is a good agent. I just think he's a horrible like spokesperson. He knows how to get big deals done. That's clear as day. Look at Holland's deal. Look at Pugba's deal. They're like the biggest deals in their club's histories, but he wants to be a star. Like he wants to be a soccer player so bad that he's willing to just say whatever the hell he's going to like something outrageous. 
that way people are going to say his name. So I just think that it's one of those things where um, Pogba, I think, tries to stay as quiet as he can. But with Pogba, like if he farts, we want to know what it smelled like. And we want to debate, was it Fritos that he ate? Was it a steak that he had? Why did he eat a brown steak? Should have ate a grass-fed steak? Like we're going to debate everything he does. So for me, like when I, when I hear an agent say something, I always just, I'm like, whatever, man, you're not playing. I, I could care less. If he came out and said, look, if, if, if Riola started saying, you know, Jesse Lingard says, cause he represents Jesse as well. If he said, if he said Jesse Lingard says he wants to leave the club and Jesse says nothing, I'm still not even believing anything he says. Cause it's who he is. So, I'm just I'm here for what the players have to say. Trust me, when Lukaku said he wanted to leave, when Lukaku was, um, you know, out and about saying what clubs would be benefit would would help him, that's when I believe it because it's the player saying I want to relocate, and then that's what happens. So um, I take everything this guy says with a grain of salt. He's probably like I said, obviously he's a great agent. People wouldn't continue to hire the guy. He just needs to shut the hell up. Well, since you talked about Pogba farting in the wind, uh, <laughs> anything Pogba does... A good uh, segue. <laughs> you segued very well, trust me. I was like, ah, that's pretty good. Um, Pogba knows that, like you said, every move that he does is going to be looked at up and down. You know that, right? Oh, absolutely. And, and just like you said, if he farts, they're going to want to know what he ate. Why... I understand. I understand his explanation and what he did. He posted a video. Him and and, and again, Victor Lindelof. I, I don't. I don't give him the pass. Victor Lindelof knows the situation with Paul Pogba too. Victor Lindelof and Paul Pogba were uh, training together, uh, doing drills. Paul Pogba had on a Juventus Matuidi jersey. And I'm not saying the internet nearly broke. But I'm sure I'm pretty sure every Manchester United fan that uh, cares about the club head almost explode head almost exploded looking at Paul Pogba be training in what they first saw was Juventus jersey and then now having to hear his explanation that he's backing Matuidi which Matuidi has actually tested positive for the coronavirus he was a uh, supporting his mate is a French national teammate. Um, also, it has to go to show that I think uh, Victor Lindelof was also wearing a Juventus jersey. But knowing that the the sever the the gravity of what is Paul Pogba, the image of Paul Pogba, the personality of Paul Pogba, what he is to this club as hyper not hyperbolic. What is it? Uh, as as the gravity. Hyper Huh? Hyper what? Hypersensitive. Hypersensitive. Yes, hypersensitive. You have to know that he knew what he was doing by putting that jersey on. You could have put a Matuidi French, French, uh, French, you know, jersey and train to support your mate, but he knew what he was. He said, "You don't tell me that he didn't know what he's doing, please, please." We have to dis disband this podcast if you say that he didn't know what he's so, doing. I so here's my thing. <laughs> Lindelof had on a Swedish player's jersey because one of his Swedish buddies 
tested positive as well. Yeah. And I think that, that's, a, that's the bigger part of the story. If Let's just say he randomly throws on a jersey and runs around. Like, I can completely people getting becoming upset. Um, he and Matweedy are not friends. They're like best friends. They're like, they are very, very, very tight. You can look it up. You can go to the French squad. You can look at their practices. You, you can YouTube it right now. You'll, you'll see that. So for people to say that he should have put on a French jersey with Matweedy, like, to me, it just doesn't make any sense. Like, I don't think people allow him. And let me, and let me finish because I know you're about to blow up on me. People have to start, and it's difficult for us to do that because, one, us normal folks, me, myself, I don't make 200, I think he's almost on 300 grand a week. I don't, I'm not, I don't have an Adidas sponsorship. I haven't scored goals and won World Cups, and I'm not flamboyant and flashy about it when I do it, and he's all of that. So when he does things, people just look and go, oh, there he goes again, trying to get attention, trying to do this, trying to do that. Whereas if he was just some scrub that didn't do anything, nobody would care. So with with Pogba, it's damned if you do, damned if you don't. Here you go trying to help your partner out and support him. And the only thing people are going to say is, oh, you're just trying to support Juventus. That's where you want to go. Why don't you just leave? As opposed to, oh, his buddy's got a disease that's killing people and he's supporting his buddy? Oh, how nice is that? He's not going to. Sometimes when you when you decide you want to jump out of the box and you want to be flashy, I don't know if you guys remember the United Derby where he painted his hair blue, light blue, in fact. Um, people were, they went crazy. You want to go to City now? You want to play for City? And then he comes out in that game. We're down 2-0. He comes out, scores two goals. We win 3-2. No one's talking about the hair anymore. All, all everyone's saying, oh, he's great. We love you. So that's what I'm saying. Paul Pogba is a polarizing figure who has decided and and again when you decide you want to jump out of the box and be flashy and flamboyant you're going to catch a lot of shit too when you ain't doing everything that club wants you to do so when i saw it i already knew what time it was i was like he finna get his ass <laughs> roasted because he got on the damn juventus jersey and i went straight to the comments i didn't even look at lindelof's part because i was like why would you troll right now and then i looked at the whole video and i was like oh lindelof is supporting his guy Pogba supporting his guy. Let's let's just say, for instance, just just for shits and giggles, let's say Betweeny played for uh, Leeds or Ipswich. Would anybody say anything? No, but he plays Leeds, for a yes. huge club. Leeds, yes, yes. So everybody's like, "Oh, you're gonna go there." He, no one's gonna say, "Oh, Pogba wants to go to Ipswich." Like, no one's gonna do that. It's it's Paul Pogba. It's clicks. It's 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 comments. It's banter. I get it. I get it. The brother can't, like I said, if he farts, we want to know why you didn't eat that grass-fed steak when you're getting paid 300 grand a week. You shouldn't be having a bowel movement, brother. You're going to have to slow it down. So that's just what it is with him. That's what you get when you buy him, uh, the good, the bad, and and the ugly. So, no, it's it's not because I think he's a great player. It's just because I know who he is. He's like a Deion Sanders. He's he's, he's in no, that elf. No, 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 no. He can't he no. can't say or do anything without people no. jumping down his throat. Prime time was prime time, sir. Just he is. Own, hey, don't put him in the same category. Prime time was prime time. Anyways, all right. Getting back to what you just said, Paul Pogba is on what you said three hundred. You know, He's got to be close to like three. I right. think the reports were either 240, play, 250, a, a, something retarded. A player, <laughs> it's a, like, pl- a player of that ilk has 
a publicist, you would you would uh, assume? He's got to have a everything. Assistant, publicist, you know, agents, all, all I mean. I mean, I've seen Entourage, I mean, many times. I love Entourage. One of my favorite my favorite TV series. And every anybody who is anybody has a publicist. So you have to tell me that is publicist, whoever the publicist was, because they have to, I mean, I'm pretty sure they run this shit by their publicist before they even, they're supposed to, I'm not supposed to, they should be running this shit by their publicist before, you know, they, before they post. It's just not, you know, just out of the, you know, out of the ordinary. The publicist should have said, you know what, it's probably not a good look for you to be, have that the jersey on. Here's another jersey, wear that. So, I don't, I mean, I know, I know he knows that he's polarizing. But it also could look like he's trolling. He's trolling United fans. And that's what most United fans feels like he's doing. He's trolling United fans. Even though the fact that, like you said, Victor Lindelof was in the picture supporting his mate. Paul Pogba has to know the severity of the the, the severity of him putting on an Aventus jersey, which he's been linked to. Like you said, he could have put on a Leeds United or an Ipswich. It wouldn't matter. It wouldn't matter. He could put on a, a, you know, a Bayern Leverkusen or or Dortmund jersey. Wouldn't have mattered. He puts on a Barcelona jersey, a Real Madrid jersey, Juventus jersey, a Bayern Munich jersey. You know, and he, like you said, it's going to be clicks. And he's going to be trolling. And he's going to be trolling United fans because it's been that way since the summer. It's been that way since last year, last season, that he wants to leave United. So don't I mean I know don't say that he doesn't he doesn't know what he's doing and it's his best mate. He has paid people to handle him in situations like this because publicity. The agent hires a publicist for him. Miniriola has a, a publicist probably hired for strictly Paul Pogba and Paul Pogba alone. And the image, the image, then that these are these are this is what these high class players, these world class players like Ronaldo, Messi, image is everything. Image sells. So what is he doing? He's portraying to the United fans, the people that are paying his wages. He's portraying that you know what? I don't care what you think. I'm trolling you, and that's what most United fans think. Even though you say it might be just an innocent, um, an innocent gesture. Uh, for his friend it's not an innocent gesture because the fact of it's putting united on its head thinking you know what this dude his head's not with us let's go you know and even though he said like he said he made a major u-turn saying that he told his agent to stand down he's saying that he wants to sign you know sign with a club sign a new contract but the, well, the it's projection. It's projection. What he's trying to do, what he's trying to say, is not projecting that 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 image and that message. Yeah, no, I think I I got a chance to look at a documentary on Kevin Hart. They kind of went behind the scenes. He said some controversial things. It's a, it's a deal on Netflix. It's a pretty cool little deal. It's like behind the scenes deal. But he said some things on Netflix that were not appropriate. And his publicist came to him and said, "Look, buddy, you're getting killed." Like, you shouldn't say that. You should say this. And he basically looked at her and said, look, I pay you to be my publicist, to help me make those decisions. So I'm not saying that you're wrong and that he didn't tell his publicist, hey, I'm going to work out with Lindelof today. Um, we're going to my wife's going to hold the phone. We're going to we're going to send a shout out to Matweedy. He's going to send a shout out to his buddy. Um, 
I think it's an Italian club. Um, he's he's on the Swedish team, so he got affected. We're gonna do this. It's gonna be crazy. It's gonna get a million views. I'm not saying that the age the the publicist didn't call him back and say, "No, it's a horrible idea. Don't do it. The fans already hate you." I don't know because the publicist could have looked at him and said, "You know what, Paul? Anytime someone says your name, it's good for us because your name's out there. Because people do that. People, there are people out there that go any any news any is good. Publicity news. is good yeah. publicity, right?" Yeah, and so we don't know if the publicist said, you know what, ain't been talking about you, your shoe's not selling very well, go ahead and run the video. Uh, we, we don't know that. We don't know that that's not what happened. So we as fans, it, it's, it's, it's kind of, for us, it's fun for me because I get to talk about it with you and the fans get a chance to listen to us talk. It's, it's, for, it's, it's for us to go down these wormholes. It's for us to say, hey, look it, this is what I think. This is what I think he's going to do. This is what I think he should have done. That's for us to do. I honestly think a lot of times these guys just do their, they just live their lives. And I know that's hard because, again, they make money, they're on TV, they play football. But I think a lot of times when it's, when it's something like this, and because I said, like I said before, we don't know what effect it's going to have on what type of person. These guys trade jerseys after just about every game, and nobody says anything about it. <clears throat> after games are over with, Barca plays Real Madrid, which is crazy. These guys are trading jerseys. The old school people do and, say something about it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but I'm just saying, it's like the, the, the newer kids now, it's, it's nothing for them to, after a game gets over, walk across the, the pitch. I just saw Jonah uh, Sancho do it the other day. And they trade jerseys, and then they take the jersey, get it cleaned up, get a signature on it, and they hang it on their wall. So it's 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 to me it's it is something to talk about. Don't get me wrong; it's definitely something to talk about because of who he is. But I think circumstances being as they are, I just, I looked at it the second time, and I was like, "Is that Lindelof?" And then I looked at the story, and I was like, "All right, it is what it is. It's going to cause crap, but it is what." It is. Well, he's taking a page out of Jerry Jones's uh, book. He's all, as long as they're talking about me, that's all, yeah. that's all that matters, right? <laughs> Speaking of Paul Pogba, guys, uh, the, the, uh, the friends, family of the pod, um, EC, myself, and Matt Huey are going to be putting Paul Pogba on trial. Should he stay or should he go? I misspoke when I put it on the ad. Uh, EC is actually going to be the defense attorney. Matt Huey is going to be the prosecution, and you know who? Judge, jury, and executioner. <laughs> I will preside over the court, the Don't Rid on Me podcast court. I'll, you know, you'll have me. Yours truly. I'll, I'll be taking donations uh, so that I can pay the judge, jury, and executioner off <laughs> so I can win my case. So please donate to the podcast. Don't, hey, don't, hey, don't, hey, hey. Even, even if you listen to past pods, I'm going to be fair and impartial to a degree. To a degree. All right. All right. Last topic. Uh, a funny, good topic. You see, I don't know if you saw the pictures. Uh, Traore. Adame Traore. That man. He should be playing running back for the <laughs> Alabama Crimson Tide. My God. Will you see that man running around the shirt? I mean, the I, muscles in that man? Dude, I, I don't understand. And they the rumor is this dude doesn't lift weights. I don't believe that for two I seconds. Bullshit. 
This guy eats weights. I don't understand it at all. I have never. These guys take their shirts off to celebrate. I, you know, you, you've seen them run around. Most of these dudes, they're cut. Don't get me wrong. They're cut. They're skinny. But this dude looks like a bodybuilder. No. Like, it's insane. Running back. Alabama Crimson Tide <laughs> or whatever whatever high-class college <laughs> you want to put. Mine, Texas A&M. That dude, I mean, uh, if you're Jimbo Fisher, Adame uh, <laughs> Traore, uh, you know, he's, I mean, we, we, we're pretty sure if we don't pay him some under the table because he's probably getting paid a lot of wear. Uh, Jimbo, please look at him. Uh, the dude is, uh, I, I'm not going to fondle, oh, is it fond over a man? But, damn, that boy is shit. <laughs> Did, did he not start out Barcelona? Is that not where he came from? Yes. yes. I want to say yeah, and then he and then he came to even. I you know honestly he's had a pretty good season no, for he's... being the bulk that he is. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if a top six club didn't come after him. No, I mean it would be the per- perfect move for him because yeah, the se- if the season gets null and void, his stats go you know or it might be hinders con- his contract negotiation, but exactly. I mean you. You you can get him a top top club and get him on a not on a cheap but on a decent price. Exactly. Course, I mean, coming off the bench. Coming off the bench. I mean that that, that boy. Uh, uh, yes. I mean he's a beast. If I could only. Uh, I'm gonna, <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm gonna, body swap for a day. I would do it in a second. I'm gonna cut my head out and put it on <laughs> his body and let my wife let my wife Google Google on it on that. <laughs> oh man. All right, guys. Uh, well, that's all for today or this evening. Um, thank you to uh, all our fans. I know, guys, we're in tough times. I know uh, we're in, you know we're we're in quarantine now. I guess in this quarantine stage of uh, of uh, of history of history, guys. So you know, get this. You know, we'd like to bring joy and and and, and uh, we like. To, I mean, hopefully, podcasting will probably boost in. Um, in the coming weeks, months, because people want to hear people talk. So promote podcasting, promote this page, uh, promote this, uh, this podcast, obviously to your friends, family, colleagues, uh, if they're Manchester United fans, if they're not Manchester United fans, if they're football fans, obviously, cause we talk football and it's not just Manchester United. We try to bring, we, we try to bring, uh, world football in, into perspective. So promote this. I mean, start your own podcast because I mean it's it's fun, um, and you know, guys, uh, human interaction is it, it's not there right now, but we have social interaction. So you know, this is probably the best you know best medicine that we all can do is get together, talk to each other, and you know, and just you know, support each other because right now in the next couple of months, you know, it's going to be trying times. So guys. Um, don't forget to check out our page, uh, the Don't Read On Me podcast page on Facebook. Don't Read On Me on Twitter. Uh, don't Read On Me on Instagram. We are on iHeartRadio, guys. Uh, so don't uh, check out the If you don't have iTunes, uh, SoundCloud, or Spotify, check us out on iHeartRadio. Um, EC, any any uh, any last things? No, guys, just uh, you summed it up, man. If you if you, we've got nothing going on and you want a little bit of joy to this uh, uh different time in our lives man just hit us up give give the podcast a listen uh give us a like give us a follow 
Uh, go check out our merch page as well. Jesus hooked it up on the merch. It looks beautiful. So go take a look at it. Get something for yourself. Get something for your girl. Get something for your kids. Uh, and and just enjoy the podcast, guys. We, lo- we love all the support we're getting. Hey, guys, I want to throw this invite out there. I know we've talked about it before, and you probably you probably don't believe me. But hit us up on our page. Put it, Ask questions, comments, concerns, uh banter good bad banter good banter you know give it to us because and if you want to be on this if you want to come on this pod let us know because we're i mean we're willing to have guests come on this pod as well uh because we need we need you know we want other people's opinion uh, not just my, mine and ec's we want if you want to tell me as soon as i don't know what the hell i'm talking about paul pogba uh I, you know i want you on this pod so uh, i'm because i'm gonna crush you uh, <laughs> but no, hit us up on the pages and you know, on our socials, and hit you know check us out on on all the platforms, guys. All right, guys, I just want to give a shout out to uh, people that helped us with along with along the way. Ro Royal Santos and the Ronos Podcast, um, South Texas Trainwrecks, Mark Hutch I Son, aka Baron Von Black. He helped us out with this podcast, and also Victoria Montsevice with the Alice and wonderland food truck um i said i knew in the past pods she was in south padre island unfortunately with the what's going on with the coronavirus guys uh she's um they've closed south padre uh but hit her up on her website alice alice in wonderland in alice texas check out her page like her page uh, because you know, hopefully, when all this you know, all this is said and done, you know, the food truck industry or the the food industry will come back roaring as it is. And Lucky Diaz, where you at? 